Casing the Cover is a bi-monthly podcast where friends and library co-workers, Mary and Jen, review books, study the publishing industry, and try to unlock the secrets behind every cover. Can you judge a book by its cover? Join Mary and Jen on the case to find out. Hello, welcome to another episode of Casing the Cover, the podcast where today we're trying to be a little trendy. I'm Mary, and with me as always is my co-host, Jen. Hi, Jen. So what we're going to be looking at today is a 99designs article on eight book cover trends for the year of 2021. I know we're a quarter of the way into the year, but um, I figured we'd kind of look at some of those today. There seem to be some interesting ones on this list. I have noticed some weird book covers coming into the library, and I won't say what they are until I see that sort of image or something come up on our list. You you deal a lot more hands-on with books than I do. I work in reference, so with nobody in the building for the past year and me not having to go find books, I have been seeing less new books other than children's books. Um, and I think these are mainly dealing with like adult novels. Maybe we'll see some teen in here. Um, but kids' books don't tend to have cover trends as much, I don't think, because when you get into like picture books and things like that, they're basically just the same art that's in the book is on the cover. And even, like, I think a lot of children's, like, novels and stuff tend to have pretty straightforward illustrated covers. Well, I don't know. There's a few that are, like, it used to be this way and now it's this way. So, like, I think about um, Nancy Drew stuff. And Nancy Drew used to be a kind of watercolor ish and then now they're more like cartoon like but they're still illustrations like you don't see as much in kids you see it a little bit with like some of the adventure novels and stuff where you see kind of the abstract covers but i think kids novels tend to you see characters on the covers yes but i noticed one of the things on this list i will say that the classics in children's have come out with this one so when we get there i will you probably already know which one it is, but... No, because I haven't actually read through this list all the way. Oh! We're going to discover it together, Jen. So I have it um, on share screen so you can see the pictures as we go through, and I also have it on my phone so I can kind of read some of their, their comments on um, what these trends are. Um, so the eight that they have listed are interrupted and partially hidden titles, all over patterns, blurry covers, title and imagery as one, illusion of depth, surrealism... Rough sketches on covers and pixel art. So those are the ones we're seeing as our trendy covers. And I mean, are any of these ones that already are jumping off as being familiar to you? Yes, the all over patterns are the ones that they've started redoing the kids classics in. Mm -hmm. So you'll see like Wizard of Oz and all over the cover will be little icons that represent the book. So like the ruby slippers and the witch's hat. And I think like, an image of the Emerald City. I think I've seen those. Yeah, and it's like, it's repeated pattern. It looks like bad wallpaper. Mm -hmm. So, okay, what have we got for this first one, though? The, this first one, um, this one is the interrupted and partially hidden titles. That's what they have to say. There's nothing worse than getting interrupted when you're in the middle of a good book, right? Well, one of 2021's top book cover trends plays with just that. Interruption and missing key parts of the image. Um, these yes. covers make the reading experience more enjoyable, quote unquote, by teasing and tantalizing readers about what's to come. Okay, some of these I do not like when they come across my 
check-in table because the way they obscure or remove is like they've torn away some of the cover. Yeah. And that leaves me going, wait, is this actually torn or is it not? Also, coffee stains coffee rings stop it there's a couple different examples of it in this article and we can kind of talk about them um one has like flower petals obscuring the title um a lot of them are broken like this one almost looks like broken cobblestones um there's a lot that have the broken glass um there's one where the the words are kind of hidden in branches i have you you so you've recognized this you've seen this i have seen this i see the shattered one all over the place in adult fiction and mystery. I, th- I feel like that one is probably the easiest of these to kind of, it's kind of the go-to version of this because shattered glass is kind of intriguing, right? Yeah. It's very visceral and it describes a lot of things. Glass could mean it's a broken relationship. It could mean a brokered psyche. It could mean, you know, broken glass because there was a crime. It could mean a lot of things. I think that one's pretty common. Some of these other ones I don't, feel like I've seen examples like these. I do not like the breaking up of the title as far as like that one that says following you, but actually it says full, yeah. low, When the words aren't you. complete, it's like when you when you don't fix um, the way this, the text boxes work in like PowerPoint and they cut off all your words. Yes, that's what it looks like. like and it's hard to read. That other one that's character, which is like cha ra c t e r. <laughs> the one in a char- the one that says character too, um, at the top of it. That's one of the ones where it's like stilted. The the word covers the whole page in chunks, but the author's name is like nestled in the sea, so it almost looks like his name yeah. is Adam Smith and not Adam Smith. Ah, Adam. Um, so it's one that is recognized as something we've seen. Is it something that we like? No! I, I don't like it either. I hate it. <laughs> it's so annoying. Okay, I will say the shattered glass thing is kind of cool. But please stop with coffee stains. Stop with breaking up the title. Don't look. make it look like the cover is torn. Because it just confuses me. <laughs> and I feel like you don't necessarily, even broken glass, you don't need to disrupt the... Um, the word flow as much either. It's not necessary and it's a little confusing because it's hard to tell. It's hard to read the title. It's hard to tell what it's trying to say. And like, you know, this article calls it, you know, mysterious. But honestly, it's it's a not misleading, but it's hard at a glance to see what the hell this book is called. Yeah, that I, I do like Empire of Wild is well done. Where it's hidden in the branches. It's hidden in the branches, but it's not at all. The branches do the same thing that the glass does, makes it pretty much see-through. So yeah, that's that's not too This bad. one also, the Empire of Wild also doesn't break up the words. They're full words. Yeah. So that one's not too bad. Okay, um, next one, the all-over patterns. Yes. The, this one's a little more familiar to me. I've seen these. This says, move on or over minimalism. There's a new book cover in town, and it's loud. Expect to see lots of books with bold all-over patterns across their front and back covers. They grab attention and demand you take them off the shelf and read them right now. In a world full of screens and digital distractions, old-school paper page books need to be loud if they want to compete for your attention spans. I don't think that's true, but... I almost wonder, we talked fairly recently um, about ebooks versus um, book books and how a lot of cover designs you'll often see a different cover design for the ebook because it's smaller and so you can't be as detailed. I wonder if this trend 
with these kind of loud, more geographic, more patterned covers is something that's a little easier to convert to that ebook format. I don't know. I feel like in ebook, a lot of the detail of this stuff would be lost. Like I see the little eyes on that pink one, bruised, bloated, and bothered. It, I think all of that would be lost on a screen for digital. But we're looking at that. I mean, we're looking at this on a computer screen and it's only two by an inch and a half and you can still see the eyes on it. Yeah. I mean, I could see that scrolling through my phone. Like, look at the um, monogamy cover. It's just a blue background with yellow leaves on it. You could shrink You could shrink that down so that it's a square instead of a rectangle and it would look the same. Yeah, you wouldn't lose any of the continuity of the image. There's no picture of a person on it to have to move or lose. There's no objects on it to have to move around. Yeah, it that works. That does work. So I, not all of these covers work perfectly for that. This one over here, um, what is this called? Basic sem, semi- semiotic. Semiotic. Basics of semiotic. That's, That's awful to read. It's 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 down the page and like weird brick things. That would be impossible to read on an ebook. <laughs> it's like trying to read it with like. You're trying to follow Cubert around. I just totally dated myself with a Cubert reference, didn't I? I nobody doesn't play Cubert anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm a little more familiar with these. I've seen a few covers that kind of look like this that are just kind of a busy background. Well, we talked about the John Green book that did they this. They have this. Um, jo- not John as much as the Hank Green books do this. Hank Green. A lot yes. of the John Green books are more minimal covers where it's just like one object or one like big pattern on like more of a blank background. But the Hank Green covers do this where these kind of printed backgrounds. Yeah, I I think that maybe he started this trend and they are riding it. It also is exactly what they do with the, like I said, the children's classics. Mm-hmm. I, they did it with Little Women. They did it with The Wizard of Oz. They did it with um, Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. And I think they did it with The Hobbit. Yeah, I, I can see the advantage of these kinds of covers in some aspects because when you look at the one like the little little gods that's very bright or you look at um you only get what you order where it's like the colored stripes these are going to jump out when they're sitting on a shelf if they're facing you not if their covers are like not if they're on the ends that's the other thing we've got to talk one of these days about spine versus cover because let's be real in a perfect world everything would be facing out and you would see these covers right but the reality is that most of the time what's what you're trying to catch people with is the spine Mm -hmm. and i would love to see what some of these spines look like and i gotta say that basics of semiotics or whatever that's got a better it's got a better spine than the cover because at least i can read it (laughs) Um, But so I can see the advantage of these. If they're on a display, you'd see how bright they are. And if you're scrolling through an ebook library and all you see is the front of them and it's a bunch of bold type on a busy background, they are going to catch the eye. So I can see why this trend is popular. Um, I still don't like it. (laughs) Because this doesn't tell you anything about the books, right? This doesn't... The eyes, maybe, maybe those little, little tiny eyes... But a book called Monogamy with some leaves on the cover, that doesn't tell you shit about what the book is about. No, there's nothing on there that tells me anything about what this book is about. Except that it probably isn't for me because monogamy and fall leaves and it totally reads like, I don't know, women who are over the age of, let's say, 50 and probably spent a good amount of their lives in very 
it's like homemakery situation. It's like a sad old lady novel. It's a sad old lady novel. I oh my god, I'm gonna get in so much trouble with that. Anyway. Alright, the next trend. Let's blurry covers. Partially hidden titles aren't the only way book cover designers are building suspense. Another one of the top upcoming book cover designs trends is blurry images, which makes the viewer feel like they're looking into alternative reality. Um, these blurry cover designs, there's a lot, a lot of them incorporate glitch art, a design aesthetic that started picking up in web design in 2019. Um, and then there's a bunch about glitch art, which I'm not going to read all that. But So I've seen the vanishing half of book go around. I, and I just now realize that those are two people's faces. Yeah. That's how jacked this cover is. It's way too block color stuff going on. The Uncanny Valley one hurts my eyes looking at it. We need to stop. Oh my god, I'm nauseous I looking at these covers. Like it. I So here's the thing. The the vanishing half where it's kind of the blurry, more blocky color art, I don't like that much. It kind of feels like the previous one was just like an all-over busy cover. Yeah. Whereas the kind of what they call it, they called it um, glitch art. I've seen this glitch art aesthetic. This is one that I have seen on covers, especially in like YA, because it's a very sci-fi cover aesthetic right yes that is totally going sci-fi it's good for seriously (laughs) stop looking at it jen it's good for sci-fi and it's also good for like mystery like the deceased because it gives you that idea of like this person is being erased right i can't look at these covers i'm getting nauseous (laughs) because i'm sleeping back and forth across the page well, it's not just that, but I kid you not, that Uncanny Valley one is making me ill. Okay, I'll, I'll skip off that one. We'll, we'll go down. Yeah, Jen. Let, let's not look at that one. Hide from it. So I kind of, I kind of like this one a little bit. I see this one to me speaks a little more to this kind of cover design. If done right, can tell you something about the story without yeah. being too detailed, right? Because it it does invoke more of a feeling and more of a like idea of what kind of story it is than some of these just like here's some leaves on a backdrop. Are you saying it'll give an idea of the story but still remain a little blurry? Yes. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, I think this kind of cover aesthetic really is only going to work for certain genres. If we picked up a romance novel and it had that blurry pixel art on it, I'd be like, what the fuck are you trying to do? They're trying not to show you their their private, like, no. girly parts and boy no. parts. No. <laughs> I don't think that would work in that context. Okay, next one is called Title and Imagery as One. So this one, let me read the... Somewhat similar to the trend of disrupting and partially obscuring letters in the book's title, this book cover trend replaces letters with objects to connect the book's title with the cover's imagery. Some of these designs replace letters with literal objects. Um, Others replace them with abstract objects. Then there are the ones where all the text is some element of the design. So there's a couple couple different examples of that. We have one where the O is a piece of wadded up paper in thrown off script which i kind of like i like that that's pretty cool there's the real help where the e's in real and help are a door yeah i'm not sure how i feel about that because it took me a minute to realize it was a door it took me more than a minute to like figure out that it said real and help and it, it just looks really strange here's one called when women lead and the e's are steps and the character is going up the little steps I kind of like this. I like that one, but I think you have to be really careful with this one because you run the risk of 
being like like the carnivore diet one if i i mean you know the word carnivore and diet it looks less like the fork the handle of the fork is the eye and more like it's covering the yeah, eye it does but but you can still read it whereas with that real help one it's so bold that it, you kind of lose the the letter in there there's a line between being clever and being confusing it runs very close to fan four stick territory yeah it runs a little close to that but i can see how this could be clever these what's kind of funny is all of these ones that they show examples of seem to be self-help books or non-fiction i was just gonna say turn interruptions into opportunities real help an honest guide to self-improvement you only get what you order a guided journey to a crazy amazing life the carnivore diet is obviously a diet book when women lead these are all non-fiction yeah i i have seen this a lot more in non-fiction and in cookbooks i wonder why um cookbooks i can understand because there's so many cookbooks maybe that's why non-fiction because it's kind of like a you have to set yourself apart from other books in that genre because there's also a lot of self-help books. Maybe. I don't... Yeah, self-help books are so many. I'm not going to say that, you know, I may have had a hand in some of them, but, like, yeah, self-help books. There's so many self-help books. But, yeah, I have seen this a lot more in nonfiction. But the the idea of the steps, I think I have seen that in, in fiction or mystery, too. I kind of like I it. I feel like I've seen that, that look of things. Yeah, I could see that, too. I don't know, I kind of like this one. This one, I feel like if you do it right, it can be very... Like, I like that one woman lead. I think that's very visually interesting. And I like the off script. I don't so much like the the carnivore diet. I don't like that one as much. No, I think that was kind of a cheap shot, too. Yeah. The carnivore diet one. Because it looks like they had to make that fork extra long. Yeah. And skinny. And skinny. All right. right. The next one is Illusion of Depth. Here's Jen's favorite. Oh, yes. Um, This. Okay, so Illusion of Depth. On a flat surface like a book cover, you've got to be creative with colors, shapes, and textures. That's what this cover design. Book cover designers will be doing 2021 with this trend. By creating depth on a book's cover, the designer draws readers into the book's pages. This kind of design communicates to readers that there's depth in the book they're holding in their hands. And also makes it look like you tore the book. The design doesn't have to look like something that's literally deep, like a cave or the ocean. It can also be playful and abstract, like torn back paper designs, which seems to be most of the examples they give. Yes, and it looks like there's tape on them, and it looks like, okay, that's kind of cool with the bullet hole thing, because I don't think I would think a book actually had a bullet hole. The Paper Father one looks very abstract. Looks like a geode. Yeah, it does look like a geode. Something like that. It's kind of neat. But yeah, when I get a book and it looks like the corners have been torn, do you know how often I like kind of flick at it and I'm like, what the, ugh, and I get so agitated. That's because we have to actually get rid of books that are ruined at at libraries. Yes, we actually have to get rid of these books that are ruined and I have to check and make sure they're not. And then I'm, especially paperbacks, like if it's a hardcover, if it's a hardcover and it's got this problem, I can tell because it's wrapped in in the plastic and we know. But a paperback that looks torn, I think is torn <laughs> or stained with coffee or has tape on it. Yeah. You have any books I've kind of flicked at because I'm like, why would you tape the cover back on? Oh, you didn't tape the cover back on. It's just like that. Yeah, I don't really like this one very much. I think it's kind of, um, I don't think it's very creative. Like, like, like three of their four examples are layers of paper 
looks like ripped paper. So yeah. you're creating depth, but literally everyone is doing it the same way. Yeah, other than that bullet hole one, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but how many of those do you see? I don't, but if I saw that bullet hole one, that up close face-to-face, just on the screen, I feel like I'm going to cut myself on the metal of that. Like, you know what I mean? It's so well done. I like that. That's very nice. So that's the only one I like. Next one, surrealism. 2020 felt like a dream, not a pleasant dreamy <laughs> dream, more like being trapped in a ground dog day-esque nightmare scenario. And 2021, one of the biggest book cover trends is surrealism, creating a sense that you're having an unreal experience like you've stepped out of reality. As you take a look at all the design trends that will dominate 2021, you'll notice a lot of them are direct responses the experiences we all had in 2020. Surrealist design will become popular in places other than books like illustrations for packaging, album covers, t-shirts. I don't feel like I see a lot of these yet. I haven't seen either of those, but what I have seen are, oh yes, okay. I have seen the one like Sisters where it's like all, there's one where like the person's face is like cut away and falling down and Mm. it's very bizarre. Also, I've noticed a lot, I don't know if this is the, feeling of depth or if this is the surrealism i've noticed a lot of people whose faces are being peeled away and underneath is flowers i feel like that's more surrealism yeah so i have seen a ton of that and i almost wanted to do a whole episode on on like these are the books that we're peeling people's faces off in and showing flowers underneath because there's so many of them so many of these books that have like the person's face looks like it's sliced and like an apple peeler kind of thing and underneath you've got the flowers growing out of it or snakes or something the the biggest problem i have with covers like this is a i don't like surrealism just in general it's not my aesthetic at all but almost every so there's a couple different covers they show us here there's because nothing is the because nothingness is antithesis to ecstatic hallucinations um, one is called I Hold a Wolf by the Ears. One is called Sisters and one is called Anatomy. But like the anatomy is like a Greek statue that's in pieces and put back together. And somebody's pouring glue over Yeah. And the Sisters is like someone's face that's all ripped apart. These all feel like they're either going to be like really weird and creepy, but also like, you know when you watch like an indie movie that's trying to be artsy and make you think, but really just come out of it confused? Yes. That's what all of these covers are already telling you these books are going to be. Yes. Maybe we should have to, we should read one of these, huh? Yeah. Because that's like, especially the Because the Nothingness one, this one just feels like it's going to try to be deep for 200 pages and then come away <laughs> with it going, what the hell did I just read? Okay, we have to pick at least one from this from each of this to to read to explore throughout the year yeah i don't yes i don't i mean this is just it might just be a personal preference i really don't like surrealism i don't know how do you feel about this trend i i i don't think it would make me pick up the book no i'd be too confused yeah like i think i would look at it and go well that's interesting and then i'd put it back it doesn't lure me in to go oh what that's about maybe the I hold a wolf by the ears because there's like a lamb in front of the train I'd be like okay well what is this what is this about like and it's a creepy lamb it's a creepy sheep it's a creepy lamb creepy sheep (laughs) all right what's next next one is rough sketches on covers in contrast to the complex and tech inspired book cover trends like all over patterns and glitchy blurred images Some designers are taking cover designs in opposite directions, rough sketches that look like they came straight out of an artist's sketch pad. 
think I've seen these either. These covers have a rough, raw feel that shows readers what to expect from the stories inside. They're stories direct from the author's hearts, stories that share pieces of the author's souls with readers. The covers working with this trend feature a wide range of different techniques. Some are going for a scribbled or smooth pencil effect, while others aim for artistic watercolor sketch look. No matter what style designer chooses, these book covers have a distinctly unique feel to them. I I don't know. I haven't seen one that I like. Oh, the excuse encyclopedia. I've seen that one go by. Okay, and designed for joy. So I feel like this is again something that shows up a lot more in nonfiction, but. I don't, again, I feel like this is the same as the surrealism. When you go for an art style on your book cover, you are trying to be way more intellectual in who you want to read your books. And you're probably not that intellectual. You're probably not that cool. I would say that this trend does seem to be one that maybe has a little more freedom to it. Because for the most part, I agree with you most of these that are more of like that heavy sketch art style do seem to be more of that like prestige fiction or or you know non-fiction that makes you think but then you get to this one that's the excuse encyclopedia where it's more like doodle art and i feel like we see that a lot in um we see that a lot like in ya and children's books is that kind um, yeah, of doodle art too. style where it's trying to feel a little younger and hipper kind of a thing? But again, you're trying to, like, be a thing. You're yeah. like, oh, look at me, I'm young and hip and cool. Or look at me, I'm intellectual and academic and, and avant-garde. Like, when you're trying to be a thing, I think it you lose... You're trying to sell the words inside, not the artwork on the cover, necessarily. I mean, to some degree... Also, I mean, there's a, there was a time when you'd pick up a fantasy novel and you was a fantasy novel because there, most of the people on it were like wearing loincloths and, and chainmail bras and they all looked like they were bodybuilders, men and women alike. And you knew it was going to be a fantasy novel because that was the trend. And now it's a romance novel. And now it's a romance novel, which is also weird. And the, and the sci-fi novels and the fantasy novels now have people who are a lot smaller in size. Also, I just realized that that book says anatomy on it. I thought the Karina Viggle oh, book. The one that's a face. That was the book. I thought the book was called Karina Viggle. Oh. Or Vigil. That would make more and, sense. And it says anatomy. This book looks more like it should be named after a woman, doesn't it? It's like a, it's like half a face that's like drawn like as a doodle. I, I generally think I prefer the doodle version of this to the like full-on watercolor sketch version of this. But also that looks like... Like when I read karina vigil on it i'm like oh this is gonna be like a i don't know bridget jones's diary kind of thing and then i see the word anatomy on there and i'm like what maybe it's a (laughs) maybe it's a little more what is it um the the story of O or whatever i can't remember that the title of that one but that's what i'm getting more out of that one and i'm like okay now i now i'm afraid (laughs) but (laughs) all right so our last our last one is pixel art well, um, that's Ready Player Two, man. Yeah. In 2021, what's new is old again, at least when it comes to book covers. One interesting development in designing is designers getting inspired by design elements and styles borrowed from the infancy of modern technology, and in 2021, we'll see them playing with the contrasts between analog and digital media using pixel art, lines of code, and computer typography. Simply put, it's a cool aesthetic, 
and its broadly appealing aesthetic, particularly to Gen X and Millennials. It's also an aesthetic that hasn't been a common concept for book covers before now, which makes it feel fresh and new despite em- emulating an old school aesthetic. I feel the opposite. This feels very dated to me. Yeah, this also like the black in the trap one is not real pixely. I think there's like words in it. To, it's that thing where you like type a bunch of stuff to make a bigger image. I don't know what you call that. Because that's little tiny words. Those are little tiny words in it. This feels cheap. It feels super cheap. This cover aesthetic feels to me like this is what computer manuals look like for old people. Yes. Like the like the how to use your computer for dummies. They <laughs> look like this. Yes. And it doesn't make me want to get the book at all. So if they're aiming for the Gen X people, you're missing the mark. This Black in the Trap one is like a book about social injustice. And it looks like it's like how to do your banking online guide. It does. It looks like blockchain book <laughs> it does this is like i feel like this trend feels very dated they're like oh it's what's new is old again and this is very fresh i don't think so like this feels like these all look like manuals to me either that or the kids books because they've got like all these minecraft-esque yeah kids books so it's either a kids book or it's a computer manual don't do this do not try this at home all right so looking at all of these which one do you like the most and which one do you like the least? I hate the torn paper. So Jen does not like, where did it go now? The depth, creating depth. I don't like creating depth. Um, which one, are any of these ones that you think are cool, that you like, that you want to see more of? Oh, and I also do not like, do not like blurry. Do not like, oh my God, my my eyes, stop it. Um... I think I do like the all-over pattern just because I think that if done correctly, it's interesting. It makes you look at it to try to figure out what's going on. Um, But yeah, I don't... Oh, title and imagery is one. That's the one I like. If done right. I think of these, the ones that I liked, I liked the title and imagery as one. Uh, Some of them, again, it has to be done right. And I kind of liked the blurry covers, again, for certain genres. I think it works well. But in general, what I'm seeing is I think all of these are kind of trending towards the let's have less details in our cover so they're easier to put online. Yeah, it's because you're playing this delicate balance of less detail Mm -hmm. and not just here's a plain cover with a block of text on it. The surrealism and the rough sketches are actually kind of more detailed, but I also think that those are trying to appeal to like a higher, like I think you're gonna see the surrealism and the rough sketches more in the broader award-winning fiction, whereas like your blurry covers and your all-over patterns and your hidden titles, those are ones you're gonna see in like bestsellers and grab the new one off the shelf kind of book. And a lot of teen. And teen, yeah. I think you're gonna see a lot of that in teen. Illusion of depth happens in like the adult fiction that is just pulp. You know, you read it, you toss it, you, you know the next Patterson's coming. Yeah, the surrealism and rough sketches those people don't read ebooks anyway. No, that's what I'm saying. I think the higher brow <laughs> books are the ones that tend to have, and at least in these cover trends we're looking at, the higher brow ones and probably more nonfiction is going to be the ones that have those more detailed covers. Whereas a lot of these, I think, are going to be what you see on kind of easy fiction and bestsellers and teen lit and stuff that gets read a lot are going to have these more simplistic, less detailed covers 
that are easy to see on an ebook. I think that's what they're trying to go for, especially when, you know, half the country has had their libraries closed for the past year. Right? Yeah. So you can, and bookstores. You can find it easier on online mm-hmm. and see it online. Of course, now we can talk a little bit, too, about how pop music albums have the person on the cover or these bright bold colors and the the title is the title and the artist are really easy to see mm-hmm. and to read whereas like the deeper you get into death metal and heavy metal the more obscure the design of the it like if you can't read the band name on there you're not a true fan mm. <laughs> So this is kind of the same thing then. If you're really wanting to read that really highbrow um, analysis of some, you know, pondering, you're going to pick up a book that's got some weird detailed cover art where you can barely read the title because it's hidden in someone's nose. <laughs> Versus if you're just trying to pick the newest book off the thing and you just want something that's catching your attention, you're going to pick something up with a big, bright, bold cover that doesn't have a lot of details. Yes. This is, like, I think this goes right back to our animal instincts of, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we want the shiny, we want the shiny red berry that's hanging in the green bushes. We know that that's food. Whereas, if I've got to dig around and root for a truffle, you better, you better think I'm an awesome pig. (laughs) So, is that how we explain mass market paperback covers? If, if the bright and colorfuls are the shiny berries... And the you have to dig for the truffle, and those are the ones that are detailed. Are the mass market paperbacks like the gingerbread cookies of fiction? Yes. Like, you know they're going to feel good and taste good, but they, they just look like crap? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're going to feel good. They're going to And they're probably good. not good for you. Yeah. Or, like, have you seen that new milkshake place that opened up? Oh, no, no. Like... Oh my gosh, I'm totally sidebarring, so you know we're getting near the end of this. Yeah. Okay, there's this place called Soda Jerk, and I want to go, but I want to go with people who who are clearly not diabetic and will share with me, because holy crap, they put like a whole slice of cake on oh this. Oh my god. Like, it's like when you get, I know, I know you, you are a teetotaler, so you don't know what I'm talking about, but... You'd go to some of these places and you'd get a Bloody Mary. And in this Bloody Mary is not just the tomato juice and, and your vodka and everything in there. It's like you've got a whole hamburger sticking out I've of it. Seen or those. a hot dog. I've seen those. Yeah, so this is that, but with soda and ice cream and cake. Wow. It's like you got ice cream and cake and sprinkles and one of them looks like a unicorn and and good god i can feel and smell that sugar i'd eat a unicorn yeah see but i i think you would have to share it or eat it for five days straight because good god you just go into sugar coma hard so that is what the pop culture book covers are is (laughs) all the sugar all the sugar yeah look at me look at all the sugar but i'm bad for you Mm -hmm. And you read romance novels when you're on a diet. <laughs> yeah, those are the, the really fancy sushi trays. Uh-huh. Like, it looks really good on the cover, but there's not really a whole lot of meat there. Uh-huh, exactly. Ah, I'm funny. I don't have symbols. <laughs> All right, so I think we, we're rambling. It means we've reached the end. So I'm talking interesting, about food. Interesting to take a look at. I will definitely see if I see more of those popping up. We're we're only a quarter of the way in this year. Maybe we'll see more of them 
Maybe now that we have people around again, I'll start seeing more books. All right. Well, so I don't know. What does our next episode entail? Um, we may or may not have another episode this month. No, they're... Okay, so my guests... My guests are only going to be here for a little while longer. The stairs are up. I've actually got an oven on order. Oh, so you're kicking them out now. I see. I'm I'm not kicking them out. They just, they, they're they going to get into their RV, their rolling arc, and they're going to travel to parts unknown and be back in November, apparently. All right. Well, then we will have more later this month. We just don't know what yet. Probably another one of Jen's backlogs. Yes, I have so many books I've read. All right. Well, then until next time, I suppose this is goodbye. Keep a lookout for those weird covers and don't scare me with blurry ones. Yeah, if you find a really good one, send it to us. Maybe we'll read yeah. it. See if it fits into that category. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye! Thank you so much for cracking another case with Mary and Jen. To learn more about Casing the Cover, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Casing the Cover. To contact us or suggest a book, email casingthecoverpod at gmail.com. New episodes of Casing the Cover release the second and fourth Tuesday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher.